already looks good. Right, Bug. Uh, welcome back to Jacob V Weekly. I was vibing. After a long recess, we'll get to in a minute. We want to start the show like we do every week by inviting you to donate to Caddyshack of New Hamill, Illinois, just outside of Edwardsville. Sort of a local servicing uh, cat rescue operation. Find them at Caddyshack IL on Facebook. I believe they have a Caddyshack website. Um, Caddy with two T's, of course. And uh, you could save a life or nine. Love that slogan. The only way, I made that up, the only way to support this podcast financially is to join us at patreon.com slash Jacob V. Starts at $4 a month. Uh, Clay, my brother, and I were just talking about, uh, he's a Patreon member, and he still gets those updates every week, even when we don't do a podcast for weeks at a time, strictly because uh, life is hard. Oh, man, isn't it? patreon i make sure i stay right with my patreon family uh haven't lost a member yet so <laughs> i'm gonna raise it up in prayer uh, i'm in a new band called no antics we dropped a single on new year's day uh i believe we dropped a video last month and we just shot a video for our next single the single comes out next friday wow. the video is being worked on right now it should be out in a couple of weeks no antics on spotify also on Spotify or any of your streaming platforms and soon on vinyl, my other band blinded by stereo has a record that's been out since November that uh, I've been sharing with people. People really love it. We went to a real studio and had it done professionally. And that band's a lot of fun. That band's been playing a lot. We've played at the heavy anchor like three times. Oh this year yeah. Already. I just saw you at the last one. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they're a lot of fun, really good guys, uh, really fun music to listen to. I really enjoy it. I play keyboard on the record. Uh, I play guitar and keyboard and I do some background vocals live, but, um, I also still do my favorite songs on Spotify every month. We're going to be starting a new one this Friday for April, but right now March is really good. I've been really keeping March, open in my life and really adding to march so jacob v's favorite songs on spotify definitely um find us there my covid diet is getting out of hand dog oh I, are we going into a thing now i uh, know i mean this we can start the show officially <clears throat> and i'm just thinking like on my way here i was like my wife told me she had pizza and hot wings left over that I could eat, and I was just like already so full. I haven't given a shit about a carb since March of 2020. Yeah, it's it's very real. You know what I'm saying? Like I I fucking I host this fucking bingo game every Wednesday, and every fucking week I go in and I get these three sliders, but they're like thick boys, like juicy, disgusting, delicious burgers, and I get a double French fry. I couldn't even finish it today. Is this is this just Jacob V plugging shit the podcast? No, 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 no. I'm really not plugging it. I'm plug what I seriously I eat I fucking binge these three massive sliders yeah, and sliders a double a french fry and then I'm reading the first two fucking 
rounds of bingo like I'm taking a stress test for NASA. Like I'm about to gag. I'm just sweating and I'm trying to go. Oh, You're sweating delicious buttery B3. burgers. B3. <clears throat> B3. <clears throat> and I probably drink like eight Diet Cokes while I'm there. I think I'm that working for about 90 minutes. Timed. I think I worked that night for like 90 minutes and I drink like eight Diet Cokes. Yeah, you got to really back up on that. Are they giving you the 12 ounce cans or are you bringing like the big old cups? Oh, I don't bring these in there. I don't want to look like a Hoosier. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're, you're, they, do they charge you for the Diet Cokes? No, of course not. Wow. And we're adding games. Um, Man, we haven't done a podcast since I went to Vegas. I really, I mean, I don't necessarily want to apologize for the absence because right. I've been out here struggling. I mean, I'm underemployed. Uh, I mean, Clay had to move. Mm. Um, I went to Vegas. Uh, I've been just hustling and grinding. I've been, I mean, fucking five bands. And um, I have been working. I've been working. And I'm glad to be here. I mean, if you can make a sustainable living for all the things you've been doing, I mean, I'd say keep go, keep doing it because you're doing it. I well. know. I just, I mean, I really need you to hold me accountable to doing the podcast every week. Yeah, I can try to do that. I mean, you're not doing a good enough job lately. I'm, well, you know, I've been busy myself. I changed jobs and places of residency mm -hmm. in the in the same month. It was hard. Yeah, it was a lot of shit. There's still shit. There's still mean? shit that I haven't done today that I wish I could have done. Mm. We got to get our fridge fixed. We got to oh, connect no. our washer and dryer. I've been doing laundry at our mother's. Ugh. I mean, granted, she lives like six blocks away, but go. No, that's not great. It's just like a lot. No, I mean, that's a lot. And working full time, you know? I I, mm. I don't think it's good for you, not anybody, to work for it full time. I mean, well, full time's different in some places. In some, in some countries in Europe, just change full time to four day work weeks. Yeah, like if I mean, didn't mom tell us that if we lived in Italy, we could all just work part time and live together until we're all dead? Oh, that's all she wants. But I don't think she'd like Italy. No, not Italy. Just like Italy. Oh, I, I, I thought you said we would go I, to Italy. I would love Italy. Mom, I don't think mom would like Italy. What wouldn't she like about Italy? I don't know. She's kind of a bully and like a sweet way. And it's just kind of like, I feel like she would piss off a bunch of Italian residences. Residences. You think she'd residences. fight with the locals? Residents. Oh, yeah, definitely. It would end up being a thing. And about she, what? She'd be drinking Italian whites, and then she mm. would just pop off on somebody with something that's mean, and she didn't mean to be mean. To be mean. And then and then we would have to get kicked out of the... We'd be run out of town by an angry mob with pitchforks and, and uh, torches. Torches? Torches. Well, yeah, angry moms always had torches and pitchforks. I couldn't think of what the word was for a second. Oh. Tiki torches? <clears throat> no, not tiki torches. That's very no, that's that's been claimed by a very specific demographic. I'm more talking God. about like, you know, like a, a a fucking stick that is wrapped in a rag and dipped in like oils and lit on fire. I love it. Now, yeah. I had a dream, did I told you this, that I had a dream that our late grandfather uh, had pre-recorded me uh 29 years worth of happy birthday voicemails but he used the first one to complain <laughs> about Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago. <laughs> well, he did like to test things. Remember he used to carry those pocket recorders? Yeah. Yeah. He used to lay in his bathtub and fucking take baths. Yeah, he a, was writing a novel, yeah. meaning he would take a bath with his bird. He had a pet parakeet or something that would sit on his toe while he's in the bathtub, just rambling into the tape recorder. I'm not convinced there was always tape even in it. No, I think you notice so how we didn't find boxes and boxes of tapes. We, we didn't. We found photographs. I we mean, found he was recording slides. over the same tape over and over again. I think. 
Um, Stardate. <laughs> but that's how I knew that the dream was really like him visiting me because that's exactly what he would do. Is he would start by saying, well, I'm not there anymore, but I wanted to wish you a happy birthday and don't let that fucking Lori Lightfoot from Chicago get in your business and try to take your guns. That's exactly what he would do. Actually, yeah, you could see him definitely doing that. Oh my God, I'm, he's doing it right now. You know, the funny part is I feel like half of those moments were actually bits, but no one caught on. And you know, you ever like invest yourself so much into an act that it becomes regular behavior yeah, for like you? Yeah, the, like the thing that um, Bill Hicks faked his own death and became Alex Jones. Uh, I didn't hear that one, but I was more talking about like. But wouldn't that be funny if that's what happened to him, to our grandfathers, that he, um, he, like, he said those things that get a rise out of people, but then it kind of grew over him like a like venom. Uh, he became his own personality. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like when you say things that the new kids say, uh, the cool kids say these days, uh, ironically, and then it becomes regular part of your vocabulary. Like people that like, I don't, I, I can't say a more recent one that I can think of. But like, you know, Mad Liddy, that kind of shit. It's I like, say Mad Liddy all the time. I say Mad Liddy, and at first I made fun of people who said Mad Liddy, but then and you now start saying I it. say it so much. That's it's like me with brother, like when I call people oh, brother. Yeah, I'm like look here, brother. It's because I think it's so funny. Like I talked, we talked about this. With my friend Tina or um fucking Hulk Hogan. When anybody calls anybody um brother, I think it's funny. So I start doing it, but now I do it like habitually, and it's a problem. My wife hates it, but I call my wife brother. She does not like it. <laughs> yeah, she does funny. not like it at all. Oh my god, that's good. Uh, oh, hey, guess what I found out recently? You what? brought up Hulk Hogan. It sparked a little thing in my brain. Oh, it sparked some shit? Spark. Uh, I found out just in the last week or two that I have the same birthday as the late, great Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, well, Shabbat Shalom. There, I know, Chad. right? I'm gonna, every time I have a birthday now, I'm just going to celebrate his life and all of his accomplishments instead of mine. Yeah, that's what we should do. We should make it Macho Man Randy Savage Day. Oh, my God. We can make it a national holiday. We, we can, can get wear big pit enough. vipers and eat Slim Jims. I already have the pit vipers. We can dress like him on your birthday. Oh, let's just do it. That'd be a great tradition. Let's just do it. And everyone. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage Day. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> let's, so let's all awesome. do it. Let's all do it in, in solidarity for the show. Uh, is my mic too loud? No, no, no. It's. I mean, your headphone mix is not what's going to the overall thing. Oh, the recording good. is going to be mixed separately. So don't worry about that. Okay. Well, maybe. Well, let's. let's okay. Yeah. Onward and upward. Oh, but Macho Man Randy Savage, Randy Savage Day. Write that one down. Pin I that. read in Time Magazine that COVID nineteen could be related to spontaneous psychosis. Vaccines? No, no, no. Just having COVID nineteen. Oh, could lead to spontaneous psychosis. Well, yeah, dude. Have you ever like had to, like just stay at home and not do shit for fourteen days, but you're like didn't actually want to? Like you weren't in a pit of despair and depression. You were just kind of like in a high point, but then you get fucking sick. So you think the you actually go, you actually go it? out for once, and then yeah, the isolation could drive you nuts, dude. When I was out for two months not working, when I broke my arm and shit, laying around the house mid pandemic, couldn't fucking really do anything. I was just kind of like, and I was just so depressed, I couldn't fucking leave the house. Uh, and then I started to drive myself fucking crazy, and I couldn't use my right arm. I went crazy. I took a kitchen knife to a can. A soup like stabbed it because i couldn't operate a can opener with one hand it was a nightmare i started to get nuts anyway um uh, we haven't talked about the freedom convoy on the podcast yet because we haven't done one in so long that came to town oh yeah no it went through it down 44 so these are uh it started off as a movement of canadian truckers who were protesting that they'd have to get vaccines to re-enter the country uh doing their work so it was like a oh it was like a way to 
force truck drivers to get the vaccine. And I guess, I mean, as you can imagine, there's going to be a lot of people who happen to be truck drivers who also happen to be people who don't want vaccines. Also around the same time that Carhartt was having their employees had to be vaccinated and yeah. people started freaking out. So, yeah. you know, Hicks are just getting We talked weird. about that last time we were on the podcast. We did talk about the Carhartt because mm -hmm. you like told people to go to thrift stores and buy all oh, the Oh, fuck Carhartt. yeah, dude. Still do it. I guarantee you go to fucking, I can't say any names. Go, I don't if you can find anybody. me some Carhartt at a thrift store. Well, you know, also surprisingly affordable. I have two pairs of their, like, their dungarees. Are They're you so a fucking, comfy. Are you a fucking shill? What do you mean? You're a shill. You're shilling. You're shilling for I'm, Carhartt right now. No, I am not. I'm just saying I have a couple pairs of their dungarees, and I like their shit. Very comfy pants. Oh. And durable. So this grew into a larger <laughs> movement of people who have trucks and want to talk about their liberties. And it came to town. They were all up and down 44, up by Six oh, Flags. That's why I was trying to tell you. We were driving out to Pacific to get something for the new house. And we did that one day. And we ended up like seeing everyone in the overpasses with like the fuck Biden, Trump 2024 fucking shit, uh, all kinds of shit. Uh, and then, and like, we love you and God bless and shit. Every single highway overpass between uh, fucking like Kirkwood and out past, past Pacific. It was crazy. People on the side of the roads waving flags, freaking out. Not a lot of don't tread on me flags kind of surprised me there. Yeah, I like those. I like the yellow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I like mm -hmm. the one where it's um, Johnny Five from Short Circuit mm. and it's no disassemble instead of don't <laughs> yeah. tread on me. <laughs> I would fucking buy that. That's great. That's a good, that's a good one. You should find just those. They're the same color. No, um, no, no thank you. Uh, prisoners could serve 1,000 year sentences in the span of eight and a half hours in the future. Say that again. Prisoners could serve 1,000-year sentences in eight and a half hours in the future. Future biotechnology could be used to trick a prisoner's mind into thinking they have served a 1,000-year sentence, a group of scientists have claimed. Oh, my God. That sounds like fucking torture. Are you it's kidding fucking me? Minority Report when they put the halos on them and they oh lower them into the ground. Oh, my God. It is Minority Report. I, it's I'm not for that at all. Dude, that's fucking freaky. That's, that's, from that's some insider. mad genius shit. Like, that's not good. I don't think that's the way we want to go. Because what's that going to do to somebody? <clears throat> that sounds worse. Put them in prison for the rest of their life. Because if you fucking fry their brain and they come out thinking they were gone for a thousand years. Yeah, imagine what the, the like they'll literally snap back to and then it'll kind of like become think, Gollum from no, Lord I of the Rings. I think they'd be vegetables when they came out of that status. Oh my God. That would be, yeah, they would, any, none of them would be at all even close to the oh, idea of saying. Hey, not to say I fucking told you so, but Joe sent me this. Lead from gasoline blunted the IQ of about half the U.S. population, says new study. That totally makes sense. Leaded gas was banned in 1996, but exposure to the poison cost people born before then several IQ points on average. I've been saying this. No, I do all the serial killers and shit. It's all, mm -hmm. it's all lead paint based. It's all lead poisoning. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. The psychotic geriatric Adderall addicts running the nation. Is that a, is that the peer-reviewed study okay. published Monday in the journal, uh, blah, 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 focuses on people born before 1996, which is the year that the U.S. banned leaded gasoline. Uh, the researchers have found childhood lead exposure cost America an estimated 824 million points or 2.6% per person on 2.6 points per person on average. So the lead literally made us dumber. For multiple generations. That explains why mom can't operate most Called electronic it. devices. Oh, yeah. Why? Uh-huh. We. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's got to be that lead, Girl. lead gas. That Amanda Bynes. Oh, yeah. Bring it on. Amanda Bynes 
was petitioning in the wake of Free Britney to end her conservatorship. It looks like she has a face tattoo. But wasn't hers only like eight years or no, eight months or some shit? I have no idea. It was but very she won and they freed her. So I hope she's okay. I hope she's going to be okay. I'm going to pray for her because I loved her. I was a big fan when I was a kid. She was like a, the, the comedy genius of our all generation the, on Nickelodeon. I mean, well, she was just all so that, brilliant. She had Amanda her own show. show yeah, and she was so on. She was so engaged. She was so fun to watch. It's crazy. Yeah, but you know, all those Nickelodeon kids were getting diddled by the one guy. At that age, it was just nuts. And She's the Man was a jam. Forgot about that movie. That's a great movie. You know, that also came out right around the same time as Bennett like back home. And I was like, I don't even fucking want to watch these soccer movies, bitch. I, soccer was hot. It's yeah, it's all the new world order. They want mm -hmm. us all to watch the mm -hmm. World Cup from our goo pods. Yeah, it was just Americanized Mulan with fucking soccer. New study <laughs> shows more than half of American teachers are ready to leave the profession. Do you talk about that every fucking time we do a podcast? They keep writing about it. It's still happening. <coughs> I'm living it. What are you talking about? You're not I living. You're out living of it. you're out of education. No, but I'm one of those people that left since COVID. I'm one of those people. No, it's true. And look at you now. And thriving. look at me now. I'm not thriving. You look you look as liberated as when Nicole Kidman divorced Tom Cruise. Remember I that look picture? like her. Remember Nicole, she had no makeup on mm, and her hair was all fucked up, but mm, she was happy. But man, she was face to the sky, arms out, except it, Jesus. She was so happy. He must be a real crazy bitch, right? Tom Cruise? Yeah. He's fucking nuts. Are you kidding me? Talk to me about that. Tom Cruise. Okay, one thing, and it's like fun things that people say about him as a character or as a person, not a character. Well, he's <laughs> his a character, character in the world. Him. Yeah, his brand. Uh, what's that? I mean, even um, Christian Bale said he used his meeting with Tom Cruise or some shit as like an example for how he acted in American Psycho because yeah. that he was like smiley on the outside, but his eyes were so fucking dead. And like that shit sounds terrifying because you can totally see that. And like that guy is so closet fucking psycho it's it's terrifying well I, even and all of the association with scientology too yeah. that guy is i think he saluted a picture of the guy that started scientology like he was hitler or something there's like there's a lot going on tom cruise is bonkers also scientology literally changed his height from five five to five seven on google no fucking lie i remember looking at it like 10 years ago maybe more it was like tom fucking cruise was five five and then now he's five seven on the google box So you don't want to talk about teachers leaving the profession? <clears throat> I, I've said all I have to say about Tom mm -hmm. Cruise. All I have to say about teachers leaving the profession is just fucking, I guess, do it. What are we going to do? Do it. Just keep well, doing it. Keep do? doing it until they buy you back with better pay before the shit that you're but it's dealing not, with. It's not about the pay, really. No, it's about the lack of resources, the lack of people uh, fucking, what's it called, when they... Like, I mean, take it's your about side. advocating. Yeah, not people are not being advocated for. The unions sound like they're all fucked up and stupid, not actually doing anything. I don't really know. Well, they're certainly not leading. helpful. They're certainly nerfed. So there you go. That's totally a thing, and it's just. Kind of, I don't think you can I use mean, the I word nerfed. I paid union dues for ten years, and all it got me was a forty-five minute <clears throat> phone call with a lawyer one time that didn't help me at all. Well, here we are. But yeah, that's all I'm saying is you know, just let them keep quitting. Let them keep quitting. Eventually, we need education to a certain extent, especially for the, the young minds of the world. I mean, you know, and God forbid. I mean, people keep having kids, but, you know, whatever. Um, but, like, you know, they're never going to never gonna not need edu education, so they need to fucking pay for it. And that's it. And I wish I could talk without fucking mush-mouthing over here. But, but like, it's really that no amount of money is going to make the experience in the classroom better. 
Uh, but no, but I mean, it's a little bit more worth it when you make more money. Is all I'm saying. I don't think it's going to be enough. I mean, I mean, money money buys a lot of things. That's all I'm saying. But I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it, it's gonna make people stay. Well, they're not gonna make fucking robot teachers, so they got to figure it the fuck out. Actually, there has to be some sort of middle. Actually, oh god, put it on me. Come on. They might. They oh, I, to schools. I thought you were home. gonna segue into an article about fucking robot teachers. I was like, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Um, Dollywood to offer tuition reimbursement for all employees. I'm gonna go work there. I need to finish my master's. Dollywood is that like a that's, thing? Um, yeah, that's Dolly Parton's um, little theme parky thing. Anybody that works there, she's been gradually um, increasing incentives and benefits for her employees over the last couple of years. And she raised their minimum wage and stuff. And then now she's offering um, full tuition reimbursement, which a lot of good institutions do. I mean, I, the first school I worked for offered 100% tuition reimbursement at the public college rate. So at the UMSL rate here. That's so nice. I mean, they do that a my lot of places. I would have started. If I had known that that wasn't so standard, I would have finished my master's sooner. Because oh, yeah. my second school district was only like 30%. But sometimes there are little things in the small print, the fine print that like that you don't see and then you yeah, fuck up and then they just actually don't reimburse shit. Like there was a thing and I don't know if it's still the same thing, but there was a hospital that would basically do tuition reimbursement for you for nursing school if you would um, work with them for two years after you got your degree. And sometimes they would have more than, you know, a lot of cases of people getting fired right before the two year mark or something and it just kind of seemed off off and unethical because uh it's like unethical go fuck yourself it's whatever uh unethical sorry geez okay fine no Um, i'm with you that does happen Um, no but it's just kind of like then a bunch of people are out of a lot of fucking promised tuition reimbursement and for things that they don't see as a fair termination of employment uh because the system is rigged against us let's just say it and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna break off into that right now but let's go forward Domino's will pay you $3 to not get your pizza delivered. Facing a shortage of workers, Domino's Pizza is hoping to incentivize customers to choose carryout over delivery. And you know what's funny? That's is that one I thing actually... throughout. You know how, how many Americans Domino's feeds every day? No, yeah. Domino's is fucking uh, bonkers all over the place, busy all the time. And yeah, they, they are they're short on drivers. Half the time now lately, multiple reported cases. Just to me, people complaining about it. Not even like official reported cases. It's just like they'll get like their food like an hour later and it won't even be hot. And yeah, it's I because think last they can't I got, move the fucking pizzas. Last time I have a Domino's right down the street, but last time I ordered it, it took like two whole hours. Right. And it's like, you got to move the za, brah. But that's the thing. Everyone wants to own the <clears> pizza <throat> so they can sell the pizza, but nobody wants to package and deliver or even heat up the pizza. It's true. It's a whole thing. And and uh, and it's kind of nuts. You got to be nice and tip well in your deliveries because there are fewer and fewer people doing that these days. Just like the teacher thing, a little bit different, but you know. Do you remember? Um, um, do you but, remember Elizabeth Cook? Hold on, but before uh, we move on, uh, I did go do carry out delivery for Domino's the other day because I was wondering down the street and has a drive-through pickup, very convenient, uh, and it cost me like six dollars less. And but also they didn't let me tip, and I thought that was strange. Well, and I was like, why? Where? What's it that? But it was also like six dollars cheaper. I kind of feel like I, I wish I could have. They just handed me the pizza. And I was like, I, I was like. They don't care. They're just cranking them out. I thought I would have to sign a receipt. No, they're just. They're just maybe I could have tipped in the app. Maybe I did tip in the app, and I just forgot I did. I don't know. But either way, I was just kind of like, wait, don't I have no, to sign something? The and they're like, no. And they just like close the window. I was like, okay. 
The internet accused her of murder. <clears throat> now Elizabeth Cook tells her story. <clears throat> Who's Elizabeth Cook? Around 10 p.m. on August 4th, 2021, a St. Louis man named Jeff cracked open his bedroom window to smoke a joint. Looking outside onto his street in Marine Villa, he noticed his Jeep's brake lights glowing in the dark. Someone was in his car. This is from the RFT. He hustled outside, filming on his phone. The Jeep's driver side door was open, and the woman standing next to it wore a guilty look. A black mask covered her face and nose. Sorry, covered her nose and mouth, and a ball cap. Blah, 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 blah. This is the you were. This is the original story. But yeah, keep going. So this guy caught her, um, like going through her her car, and uh, and she was saying her purse was in there. But then they, but then like the internet made it look like she had killed this guy. She had been like living with this older guy who had died, but she was like still squatting at his place or something. Oh, I haven't heard about any of this. I don't know what this is. When did this happen? Who's Elizabeth Cook? Is it the lady? This is, this is a lady that appeared in a viral video here in St. Louis where, and it turned into this whole thing where um, internet sleuths is the word. Um, we're like trying to make a murderer situation and trying to make it look like she killed some guy. Um, he hacked into this girl's Facebook account. Uh, he posted the video of her trying to steal his car. Um, why is it? Hold on. We're getting a phone call. Yeah. You're, you're on the air. Yeah. Cause you're getting that phone. What happened? Oh my God. <laughs> Cook. Who's Elizabeth Coleman? No, wait, no, wait, let's not do that. Okay, hold on. So, okay, can you can you walk me through it without using any uh, racial epithets? <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah, please. <laughs> so she was breaking into his car, and he caught her, and and that's all dicey about how he got access to her cell phone. Um, I love it, dicey. <laughs> I'm calling because you're getting it all wrong. That's why I answered the phone because I thought maybe that was the case. So he called. He says that. Jeff, I guess it's the guy's pseudonym. Pseudonym, yeah. Um, call you. I, I maybe her phone wasn't locked, or it didn't have a password on it. And I called a number on it, and she got access to all of her social media. The guy that the lady broke into and his phone. He changed her Facebook to Elizabeth Cook, the thief. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I saw. It, and then was going through her. Facebook messages and a, a lot of them are um, sorry I missed you I fell asleep in the parking lot of River City it happens a lot apparently at the casino there yeah of course and they were talking about breaking into storage units but okay so what, what but why'd she but why'd she get accused she, of you why'd she get accused of murder okay so that was a guy she was like Living in, I can't remember the name of the place, but it's like a place that does like homeless outreach. Yeah. Like, and she was staying there and they have like an Airbnb that helps support their efforts. And she was staying there and she met him, this man, and he just got out of prison and told her he was going to make all this money and this lawsuit or whatever. And he overdosed. That's a whole but lot. They, the whole idea was that from her messages, people extrapolated that she gave him 
a hot shot, they kept saying. So a hot shot. Oh, yes. Oh, she she thought he was worth all this money because she had these pictures where he signed after they'd known each other for like two weeks. Mm, and she had pictures of his driver's license yeah. and social security. So on her phone. So here's what. Ha- so let me recap just so. I'm, so sh- this guy confronts this woman who's going through his car and then mm-hmm. he gets her phone and then right. he starts uh, just trashing her social media and exposing mm-hmm. her as some kind of thief or car theft person or whatever. And then the Internet right. leverages that circumstantial stuff into, oh, my God, she probably killed this guy well and they have like youtube videos of all like they're scrolling through her (coughs) facebook messages yeah and all of that and and in the midst of all of that she had got arrested in illinois with a stolen car that's a lot yeah i'm seeing here that couldn't people started seeing their cars in these videos that were yeah. being posted. Yeah. Cause there's somebody had like a Cadillac they'd stolen. A cat. I'm seeing so a Cadillac and Cadillac. a Volvo. Yeah. That's my Cadillac. And then another lady, that's my Volvo. That's in this yeah. article. And she couldn't. She couldn't oh, she's from the patch. It. That makes sense. And then the RFT did just have a follow-up interview with her. Yeah. That's what I have here in my show prep yeah. that we're looking at. I hadn't gotten to that. But part there is a whole, this is really Other long. Facebook group about it. I, I yeah, I don't want to interject. Really, they had this guy but... from Lime. I mean, and it was like they all thought they were Scooby Doo. Right, that's the thing. They <laughs> all thought like, they were a lot fucking. Of stuff to go through. They would do Facebook. They would do Facebook lives. There's a lot to go through. We're just trying to get to the bottom. We're just of trying them. to. We're just trying to get the truth. No, I can't see anything without my glasses. Like a podcast out of Lime. Yeah, just doing it. No, that's the guy. That's the guy that runs the Lime group, right? Yeah, he runs that Lime group. And he has his, he like goes live in his kitchen and they just sit there and like, whatever. Yeah. He's the one that always would repost the video of those girls fist fighting in front of the 7 Eleven in the street. Oh, that crazy 7 Eleven? The one right there. Yeah. He would, there was yeah. this video of these two girls totally boxing, like out in the middle of the street. They got out of their cars and were like boxing in, like at the red light. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Well, I've lived a block away from there. I've seen some, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> yeah. seen some jacket. I've walked in there and then just walked right back out. I walked in there and be like, you know what? This isn't my vibe. I, I can I can wait on the Diet Coke Fucking and the Cigarellos. Broadway and Hoffmeister, my dude. Well, last time we were there, Mike, this guy came up with a giant um, M&M poster. Yeah. That he was dancing with in front of his face. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go out the car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I wanted that. I don't know I if I want to hear that bad. And uh, I did, and he came and bummed a cigar off a mic and was like, "Look, guess who's back?" Eminem. And then he went in. <laughs> he went before I got out. He had gone in, Ugh. and the lady at the and the, the cashier was like, "Not today." <laughs> Jesus. He came right back out. That's like when I was working at a that, place. That's something that's always an adventure. That's but like, anyway, oh, I was there saying they didn't have it really. No, I was just trying to piece together what was going on from that long ass RFT article. So I'm glad we could sum that up, so I don't have to read the whole thing. Well, there was like. A million of them. It, it was yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. It, I love it. It all happened on the. It all happened when we were driving to uh, Rogers, Arkansas to go to a concert. And so you were just like in the car, like, Reading like watching it, yeah, it happen. Keeping up, yeah. Yeah, that's what I remember. It was just like popping off, like all crazy. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. That's great. Well, thank you so much for calling in and setting us straight. Kristen on the phone, our newest Patreon member, actually. And so thank you for that. That's yeah, that's I'm still trying to work out my passport situation. So yeah, I well, yeah, I got the I got the four dollars. So I mean as you know Oh you did? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So that sounds like a you thing. 
Yeah, it just, I didn't go through it because I didn't update my password. Yeah, well, great. I'm triggered. Well, hey, thanks so much. Love you. Love you, Preston. All right. All right, good. Hey, you know what? That is the the power of this show, is we can start to peruse an article incorrectly and then get corrected. Mm -hmm. And inspire the masses. Ooh, well, good. We can move on. Oh, I was Um, saying, her talking about that crazy guy outside of the 7-Eleven. Reminded me of one time I was working at a bar and uh you know crazy mike came in and he didn't have any of his facial piercing so i didn't recognize him right away oh yeah and he was drinking a, a bush and then he sat down and he started looking at the hanging wine glasses like they were crazy and he started shadow boxing at the wine glasses i was like oh shit it's crazy mike i had oh, no shit. idea mike was incognito and, and yeah and he was there and i was like fuck it's mike, mike you can't shadow box the glasses <laughs> we had to ask him to go shadow box outside Mike, can you check the boxing outside, please? Mike, thank you. And it got to the point where he kept coming back and coming back and coming back, and you just keep shadow boxing as reflection and stuff. <laughs> now he's not allowed there. Anyway. Uh, where was this? Sasha's. What was he doing there? Well, we didn't know. We didn't but know. But I thought he was usually on Del Mar. No, he's not allowed any bar in Del Mar or anything anymore. And then he was on oh, South City. They ran him out of town. He's, Joe, he's been Joe ran, Edward shut that down. He's been ran out of most places of town, yeah. And then uh, also, I guess he did a stint in the hospital, and then he got out, and that's why he didn't have his piercings. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't want to dox the guy. He's but. the kind of guy I'd like to take to a party. And then just leave. And then just say, um, yeah, like somebody shit on the coats. And then <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean? And uh, great. So baseball was crazy. Um, so originally, since last time we did a podcast, opening day had been canceled. The MLB was in lockout with mm-hmm. negotiations. And now apparently Pujols is coming back here to be a designated hitter for a season. Uh, for left-handed pitchers, I think is what I heard. And also, yeah, he's probably going to retire as a Cardinal. So he's doing a one-year $2.5 yeah, million nice dollar deal. How much? $2.5 mil, I think. That sounds low for him. Well, you know, I don't think he needs it. I, don't I think, think he's he doing it. pretty all right. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I think he wants to retire as a Cardinal with like Molina and them and have it be like a whole. But I don't think thing. Molina's actually retiring now. Well, I think he's going to retire from playing. He's going to go into coaching. Molina? Yeah. But oh. I don't know shit about baseball. I, I don't know coach? shit about fuck when it comes to Cardinals baseball. So I could be way off. You're saying I could get neck tattoos and be a coach? That guy can. Oh, that's true. He's mm-hmm. earned it. I would just love if, like, in ten years, all the retired guys on on ESPN had like neck tattoos. It's gonna happen. I mean, I can't wait. I can't wait for the first time that the the host of the Oscars has a skull tat, like on his cranium. Oh, yeah, why not? But then you know, Chris Rock, Chris Rock would just make a joke about GI Jane three. Yeah, you know. Anyway, yeah, that was so dumb. I'm so I don't like Chris Rock. Uh, that was all. That was all dumb. His wife was a nice lady. They made well. They made it way too big and of they a got deal. Divorced, like, and it's his fault. And then Will Smith is a Scientologist, and he's worth half a billion dollars. So there's a, there's a lot going on there that I don't, I don't even feel like talking. His about. His kids it. aren't even real people. I don't want to talk about. No, you know what? I'd rather talk about real people like Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina. Ugh. I guess we should talk about World War Three because uh, it's all popped off since the last time we did a show. Um, you know it's bad when the Taliban is urging restraint. The Taliban said Russia should chill. Hey, man, calm down. Hey, Russia, this is the Taliban. Can you do me a favor? Can you dial it back? Yeah. Um, uh, these sanctions are really serious. I've learned a lot about these economic sanctions. They're going to totally fuck up Russia's economy for like the next twenty years. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, so um, much shit has just lost any association. I'm really losing steam currency. on the Ukraine thing. I cared a lot a couple weeks ago, and I'm really losing steam. But um, 
Ukraine wants us to institute a NATO no-fly zone, but that's bad news because we'd have to shoot down Russian planes to enforce it, and that's not a good idea. When I say we, I mean NATO, and I mean we got the best shit for shooting down planes, so mm. probably we probably have to help. Sean Penn was there shooting a documentary about it, and then he got airlifted out. Sean Penn, the actor, yeah, he was there with like a like a blast jacket on and like making a documentary fucking i am sam was doing a documentary i am sam was in the ukraine shooting the footage bro it's gonna be gorgeous um there was an operation called the berlin airlift which was a a way to leverage third party assistance in a situation like this where we can't help as much as we'd like to because we don't want to go into proxy war with russia but we could invite a third party, someone who's neither in NATO nor um, aligned with Russia to go in like a, almost like a Switzerland or something in, in, in political standing. And somebody who has nothing to do with the conflict politically could go in and fucking um, support, but, and we could fund that. But um, uh, mostly I'm upset because they had to close all the McDonald's in Russia. All I'm saying is everything's going to happen and nothing's going to change in our lives right here immediately, but we need to keep our eye out for the figurative, like a uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand in the situation. Just watch him like a fucking hawk. Yeah. As soon as that line gets crossed, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm flat footed and gay. I'm not going to go to That's war. That's the thing. I'm so gay and I have, I have like constant diarrhea i can't be drafted mm-hmm. you can draft me i mean i really want to help guys guys i really want to help also i am way too large of a target to put on any sort that's of that's the lines. thing i'm so easy to shoot uh-huh. i'm you know handicapped and gay and i'm a <clears> communist <throat> and um so <laughs> communist. or whatever they need i mean whatever they, <laughs> whatever, whatever they i need. can do what whatever are you canceling I, for now but oh, i just don't yeah. think you're going to give me a security clearance i'm sorry i have sciatica I, i'm on that list yeah so i, I have sometimes there. things just hurt in my body and i don't even know what they are like i have to look up anatomy on the internet to try to figure out what is like in this area that when it hurts or what's what's this called up here because it's hearts it hurts right now so there's a whole lot going on. I hope I we don't get drafted. I don't think we will. I don't think, there's way too many. We're, we're we're getting old. I'm old. I'm already old. When's the cutoff for that? I remember Tom Hanks was old in Saving Private Ryan. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean that's Tom Hanks. But he was like a teacher. He was like an adult. He wasn't like a young man that got drafted. So they're drafting everybody out there. I just don't think. I mean, I eat too much McDonald's. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to make it through basic. Are they going to force me through basic? They would, and it would do wonders for you physically, but mentally and emotionally, it would be a nightmare. Probably. I don't know. Sometimes my right knee clicks. I could break something. Yeah. No, that's the whole thing. You, bro- you broke your foot walking once. Um, the whole thing is crazy. The Russia-Ukraine thing, because people who aren't involved, who have really strong opinions, are on both sides of the issue really aggressively. There's some people that are acting like there are like Nazis running the Ukraine, and that's why Russia wants to move in to liberate the Ukrainians from the Nazis in their government or something. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and of course, Putin doesn't want NATO on his border, and that's why he felt the need to push in because he because Ukraine wanted to unite with NATO. And typically, democratic countries don't go to war with other democratic countries, so it's sort of this issue of uh, that. 
But he didn't he, didn't he declare himself president for life? So like I don't people say that's the thing. People so like say in that shit more like that, of like a dictatorship, means. actually not exactly a democracy. Well, I mean, maybe it's good. Like at what point does the democracy part fall out? That's what I'm curious about because like I, I don't think that's actually. A I mean, democracy you could also anymore. be. Declared president for life if you get elected president when you're 87 years old. It's going to be the rest of your life. Damn, that's that's good. That's funny. That's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's the whole thing. Biden's going to be president for the rest of his life. No, Biden's going to be gone one day. And we're not going to know how. He'll just have followed an ice cream truck somewhere and they gotten lost. Wouldn't that be great if they lost him? And then Kamala's going to come. And he was in. just on the Jersey Shore eating a popsicle. Yeah, and he just went completely missing. And then we find him, and he's just like wearing like a loincloth and has a big old beard. And we're like, dude, what happened? He's like, oh, I love ice cream. <laughs> Whose voice is that? I don't know. I don't know. That's not his voice. It'd be great if he started doing fake voices, like he was living incognito. <laughs> yeah, no, my name's Jeremy. Blastic and I like ice cream. They're like, President Biden, we know it's you. And he's like, nope, 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 nope. I'm going to go buy some more ice cream. And they like walks to like the nearest 7 Eleven. Part of the thing I've been obsessed with since we've been taking a break from the show, just because my life has been crazy, is um, JFK, MLK, and RFK were all assassinated sort of in the same way. <laughs> RFK? Robert F. Kennedy. Oh, yeah. So Bobby Kennedy. Yeah, Bobby Kennedy. Why didn't you say Bobby Kennedy? Because <laughs> well, I because I wrote him down this way. Um, same exact scheme. And here's here's what's been really illuminating. There's several good podcasts about this, and I, I've been plunging for the past several weeks. Now, there's this thing that I think people always think organized crime is like how we think of it in like East Coast terms, where it's like families of criminals and it's a network kind of based off that kind of culture but southern mobsters are really um dispersed southern organized crime uh colluding with rogue intelligence agents is exactly the framework behind all three of these murders and what it looks like is like I think the traditional understanding is like I mentioned, like a gang or a family controlling a lot of the criminal activity. But in the South in the sixties, it was very much small timers being corralled by uh business people. And then rogue secret uh secretive government operatives, like a single FBI agent or a single CIA operative like uh George H.W. Bush, blah, 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 um would collude with larger scale criminals people who were in charge of all these little microcosms of organized crime and uh, that's how they would make these decisions to do these certain things Mm -hmm. and uh there's some really fascinating um information in the mlk tapes from uh insiders about this and how if you go to like a clan meeting for example ku klux klan meeting uh, you're going to see successful and influential people from the area, from both sides of the aisle. You're going to see politicians and organized crime and business people. And uh, that was one of the many kind of examples of when all these people could kind of align in their priorities in, uh, in this, especially in the South at that time. So you're saying it wasn't the pentaverant pentab pentaverant pentaverant. The Pentan- one, yeah. Pent- the pentaverant I'm just well gonna... that's the thing because they were all just at the meadows in, in mm-hmm. colorado the meadows. the meadows doesn't he isn't he doing a show about that now the meadows no like mike myers is doing a show called the pentaverant <clears throat> oh my god that would be hilarious you haven't seen that i thought that's why you brought it up no i was just doing a deep cut that's no, no he's actually doing that now that's the thing that's because we're living in a mad lib <laughs> pretty much 
So influential men in the South could collude and they would never even exchange money about these things. So, he, so, um, and in all three of these cases, you have um, obvious fall guys who are then totally insinuated to have like uh, perpetrated these murders all on their own. Um, for example, who, I mean, I can't, I can't do everything. What? What do you want me to do? No, you're doing great. Okay. No, oh no, I just um. So in John F. Kennedy's case, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, um, was assassinated. Or, or the two gunmen on the grassy knoll. Who well, really here's knows? the thing: he was assassinated in custody, screaming, "I'm a patsy!" Right. Mm-hmm. So we never even got a trial out of him. Um, and there's this guy named George De Morenshield who was mm-hmm. at one point, um. Uh, one of the closest people to Lee Harvey Oswald, which isn't saying much because he didn't really um, elicit friendship yeah, very well. He was a crazy owner. guy, mm-hmm. and that guy was also George H. Don't w. call Bush's. him crazy. Crazy is dismissive. He was. A, he was a His life was crazy. He went to move to Russia to try to defect. He had been like a fucking grunt in the navy or something. I know. I listened to the podcast. Okay. So and uh, and then that guy George was George H. W. Bush's college roommate. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk about rogue elements of the government mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. organizing these off the books kind of operations? I mean, there's a clear there's a clear trail of uh, I almost said cookie crumbs. What is it? Breadcrumbs. Bread crumbs. Cookie yeah. crumbs. Way better. Cookie crumbs, dog. Shit, girl, is that a chocolate chip payday? And then LBJ didn't give a <clears throat> fuck. LBJ didn't give a fuck about JFK getting assassinated. And the whole Warren Commission was totally doomed from the start. It's like they set up this situation where we can murder this guy. We'll find a guy to blame it on. And uh, and that continues uh, with MLK. James Earl Ray is the guy that took the fall for the MLK murder. He was kind of being handled by an, uh, a guy who identified himself as an FBI agent. His name was either Paul or Raul. And... Uh, there's this guy named Jim Green who confessed on the MLK tapes that he was hired to kill James Earl Ray moments after uh, he was supposed to kill him moments after the shot that killed Martin Luther King was scheduled to take place. But James Earl Ray went in the other direction and Jim Green wasn't able to kill him. So they were going to kill James Earl Ray the same way they killed Oswald in custody before or even before he would have been captured. So we could say, oh, this guy did it and he's dead now. Case closed. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So is this any way somewhat related also to like John Wilkes Booth shit? Well, that's interesting. That's fucking interesting, dude. But it was what about a hundred years later. I mean, he was chased down and he got killed in a barn, but we don't know who killed him. That's so interesting. Like we don't actually know who killed him. They, they that's fired so on the he place. He didn't go to trial either. And right. who hated Abe Lincoln, fucking crazy occultist Southerners who could leverage somebody like a uh, an ex- uh, an uh, 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 what's the word eccentric, um, probably closeted gay actor mm-hmm. to do something that's for the benefit of the underbelly of the region, but all gonna fall on this one guy. We were taught very much that James um, uh, John Wilkes John Wilkes Booth was like a you know, he was just mad. He didn't like him. And that's why he shot him. But I mean, there's no way the story is that brief. Nah, Absolutely. Man, this In the RFK, you know. the fucking RFK shit, dog. 
this guy named Sirhan Sirhan walked into the uh, to a kitchen in a hotel behind RFK after he had given a speech the night of winning some election for Senate or some shit and just starts shooting at him like randomly. Sirhan Sirhan to this day denies remembering any of the event. Well, that and could have definitely been like some There's Manchurian multiple candidate. eyewitness accounts mm. of this girl in this dress who was like escorting him around and then she was running out and fleeing the scene after it happened and there's all this evidence, this ballistic evidence that there were more shots fired in the room than were possible to have been held in Sirhan Sirhan's gun. Oh, that's some crazy. So it's like shit. a. So there could have been other guns going off in the room in the chaos, and none of the angles make sense. None of the Dexter shit makes sense about where the shots line up with the body and the fatality and shit. Um, so they're all three the same thing, and I think it's so interesting. Wouldn't what if we could bust that open on this podcast if we could find evidence that it's the same I shit with John Wilkes Booth. That'd have, be crazy. I, I don't think we have, I don't the, time think we have the resources. Or resources. No, yes. No, we have the time or the resources. But it's a podcast. We're not journalists. No, exactly. And journalists, the problem with journalists is they usually end up getting killed more than podcasts. Yeah, like that guy that wrapped his car around a tree. Paul Walker? Mm-hmm. He was, what? He was driving Yeah, he was about road. to blow the whistle, brother. What? what? Okay. So that's what keeps me up at night uh that's good yeah and uh so the details of motive and politics in this case were completely <clears throat> left is, out on. of um the first two the first two actually the first three john wilkes booth fucking um the guy who killed kennedy oswald oswald and then the other guy that uh, killed martin luther king that killed martin luther king james Ray. okay all that shit was way more relatable than this manchurian candidate shit you're talking about with uh well that's what's father. weird about the rfk thing is because they're insinuating that they hypnotize this dude and that's why they select him is because he was so easy to hypnotize <clears throat> right and you kind of lose me there because i've never been hypnotized to my knowledge well no exactly so it's like that shit is different than like go kill this guy and then oh hey you go kill this guy that's gonna go kill this guy that's one thing but then like yeah. hey we're gonna make this dude but it's brain also, go crazy but it's and also then, not the exact same people setting up each of these it's just the exact same framework of nefarious behavior i think that and so if, if somebody one. in that chain has access to a guy that they notice is uh happens to be participating in this program that they're doing on trying to mind control and hypnotize people i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility yeah, one I've, of these things is not like the other is all i'm saying other than the target and the motive i mean it totally makes sense they would want to kill kennedy especially if especially if you hold that the government and the rogue elements of the government involvement um, because the kennedys were at war with intelligence agencies and the mob and that's a great way to get shot in the fucking head yeah see that's why i don't really just talk to anybody but my close circles yeah i mean if mm -hmm. mark zuckerberg wants to see me naked he's got to give me a dollar that what what's that got to do with it i'm telling you that you can't let the globalists into your body is what i'm saying okay you got to take the fish oil all right let's change the subject <laughs> you got another one? Oh yeah i'm really learning a lot about the concept of work and like my relationship to it in this challenging time where i'm trying to figure out how to fill my day in a meaningful um way that puts money in the bank and uh I think people need to quit going to work somewhere unless they're willing to do all of the possible jobs that need to be done in that place. Like, I think my problem with my last teaching gig was there were a lot of jobs on that campus that I wasn't willing to do. But they made you do them anyway. 
Well, and I would freak the fuck out when they would ask me to do them. And I think maybe you shouldn't work in a place where there's parts of it you won't want to do to support the overall mission, because maybe then you don't believe in the mission enough to participate and support the institution effectively. But here's my problem is I'm hoping, or not, I'm not hoping, I, oh, I am hoping the best for the people that are involved, but I, I'm hoping that there's not some sort of crazy, horrible catastrophe that happens when people, like when remote jobs go back to not existing as much anymore. I, I mean, I, I don't know if that's possible, but if that could happen, like if it's just the next thing you know, if it's like, hey, everyone who works from home, that doesn't happen anymore. Get a job that's in a place and you gotta leave the house to do that. I think there'd be some sort of crazy fucking emotional and, and psychological fucking fallout situation just because people wouldn't know what the fuck to do. How would you do that? They well, and to go to back, and the life is so different because we took such a dramatic pause that it's really like 30 BPM slower than it used to be. So going back to the grind the way it once was, a lot of people would fucking snap and would quit doing it. Oh, yeah. No, it, I think there'd be an increase in like suicide. But I'm at odds assaults, here. All kinds of shit. The thing I'm learning that I just described to you is that paradox with the idea that, um, I mean... You just wanted to say paradox. No, but what if nobody is, what What if there aren't enough people that want to do all the jobs that have to get done in a McDonald's? Are we going to lose McDonald's? I'm okay with that, honestly. I don't give a shit about McDonald's. They took away the snack wrap. Fuck them. You know what? That wasn't a, they, I know you took that really hard. I did. I did. Every time I go to McDonald's, it's a fucking disappointment. It's a convenient disappointment. I do miss a snack wrap. I even snack like the grilled were ones. the shit. Loved them. Everything else is kind of trash. Everything else is just like, eh, I wish it could, it could have been a snap wrap. However, Taco Bell's been good and consistent for me and, you know, not breaking the bank. Lion's Choice is great, but it's fucking expensive. Lion's Choice is expensive, not a sponsor, but I love them. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, and I just hope they get your order You know right. what, though? My fucking Lion's Choice closes at like 7 o'clock now. It's because staffing. Well, that's what I said. What are we going to do? Uh, we're all just going to stop eating late. We're all going to start intermittent fasting? No, no. But I mean, you could just like eat at home or something and not go get $20 worth of fucking whatever. Beef? At like midnight. $20 worth of beef? Oh, yeah. Yeah, shaved roasted beef. Shaved. But also we have this problem, like you're saying, like, you know what McDonald's do is go completely automated. They'll just uh, have the guy in the truck will just eventually, 50 years. There's always got to be somebody there, dude. Can't trust machines. No, that dude. Much yet. You have the fucking guy drop the fucking food off in the building, and the machines will mm -hmm. fucking cook the shit. You'll drive up, you'll punch the shit. Yeah, until like you fucking go to bite into your Big Mac or your fucking McDouble with Big Mac sauce. And instead of Big Mac sauce, the robot put fucking hand sanny on it. And Sandy. I don't know, man. You don't fucking know what's going on. You know, happen. with the ice cream machine being down for cleaning or whatever, as often as it is, I don't know that immediately the automation is going to make it work. Mm, yeah, see, exactly. But I think it's going to have to happen eventually. They can't throw enough money at, at the, I mean, um, they're refusing to go up to $15 an hour. I think they're still advertising thirteen fifty over here at the mm -hmm, Hampton Village. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, and schools are the same way. We're talking about schools. I mean... Um, when I was an instructional coach, I had, you know, had a lot of trauma in my previous teaching experience and I didn't want to be alone with a group of like 30 kids that didn't want to be there. And, um, and that put me at odds, uh, with that job. So that's kind of what's happening too. Is like, especially as, as people leave the job for the people that are still there, get harder. Raising yeah, Cane's was putting corporate in. employees in the stores for a while. Remember that? Mm -hmm. That was just, I think that was just a fucking team building exercise, fucking publicity stunt. Raising Cane's is much more reliable than my McDonald's, I'll tell you. I that. don't know, man. Their chicken's getting smaller and smaller by the fucking month. 
I'm not really there for just the chicken. I don't even get the sixer anymore. I get the box combo with extra toast. All they do is chicken. No, but I used to do the Caniac with the six tenders and the fries on the toast and the, the fries, slaw. And the, but now yeah, I the, just the do the toast, box, which the is toast the four is good. tenders. And the sauce. I just need a couple tenders. I'm really there for the sauce Raising and the toast. Sauce. Yeah, but I mean, the chicken is good. The chicken. Oh, yeah, the chicken The problem is good. with it, though, is just it's becoming just smaller and smaller. Those tenders used to be fat, boy. Those used to be some not. thick boys. You're saying the chicken's getting smaller? Yep. McDonald's is having that problem where prices. people are noticing that the, the beef products are getting more expensive and more petite. Even that beef, if it even is beef. I don't mind the beef. You know, the bacon uh, McDouble, no pickles, add Mac sauce is a jam. I like pickles. No, I mean, I know, but I don't like the texture of McDonald's pickles on the sandwich. You know, I have, used to hate pickles. Now I love pickles. I'd rather have pickles like on the side. I don't like seek them out, but I'm definitely not going to take them off my shit or request them. Yeah, I love them. a good crispy pickle, but a McDonald's pickle is kind of soft and it's not, it's not a good pickle. Mm, I like an artisan pickle. You do like a little bit of a crunch in a pickle. I like a crunch on a pickle. If you don't, if your pickle don't crunch, girl. You got to have a crunchy pickle. Girl, if your pickle don't crunch. If your pickle don't crunch. I'm going to get a bumper sticker to that. If your pickle don't crunch, if your dot, pickle dot, dot, don't dot. crunch, I could see it now. It's gonna be beautiful. If your pickle don't crunch, I gotta contact my uh, my bumper sticker guy. If your pickle don't crunch, write that down. That should be the T-shirt. That should be the hoodie. Gotta have a crunchy pickle. Right, make it a song. Make it a whole thing. Oh. What else is going on? What's going on with you? Oh God, nothing. What are we at the end of the list? I mean, we're getting no. I mean, we're getting there. I skipped some <clears> stuff that I didn't want to talk about. There was one thing about this guy who has to have his fingers removed because he ate some leftover rice. I didn't want to open that. Okay. <laughs> and uh, there's this thing here about. Uh, I just worry about like what are we going to do with all of these unsuccessful people who are going to get made um, irrelevant uh, in the workforce by automation? They're still our responsibility. They're still our children. Well, I don't know. It's kind of a free for all these days. Like know, it sucks. Like what, we okay. can't help everybody. We can barely help ourselves. I need some help. Exactly. I could use a little help. So how the hell are we going to help people if we can't help how ourselves? How the hell are you going to help somebody when you need some help? Yeah, that that's very real. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If I need help, I can't be helping dudes. Like I saw <clears> that homeless guy. Remember that homeless guy we saw on Christmas? That one time we gave him a cigarette. Or yeah. we try to, yeah. But he doesn't smoke, even though he's homeless. If I was homeless, I'd be smoking. Yeah, I mean, you know, some people do. I, I mean, smoke anything. If they I was all, homeless. they all usually end up with like pneumonia or something. And uh, he's been or, working uh, Gravoy over there by the KFC Gravoy and Grant or whatever. Not to dox him. I don't want to dox him. Not to dox him. But uh, I saw him today again. And what, last time I saw him, I gave him five bucks. I don't have fucking five bucks to give him. It's hard. Yeah, like I said, you guys can't help people if you can't help yourself. Well, how are you going to help somebody if you need some help? That's like, I mean, no, that, that whole kind of like rhythm just kind of goes into it. Yeah. Like, uh, like you can't love somebody unless you love yourself. It exactly. makes it borderline impossible. Yeah. I'm loving it. Mm -hmm. I'm loving it. Bug, I so appreciate you being here with me. Will you let me uh, wrap it up real quick and then we can do your taxes? Wrap it up, baby. I need wrap to get the taxes Wrap it up, baby. Done. Gotta get that refund. I don't know. I owed last year. Oh, I still owe left from last year. Um, what's wrong with you? I'm living on the lamb. How are you going to help somebody when you need help? Uh, hey, there you go. Boom. Relevant. Guys, that's another episode of Jacob V Weekly. High five. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. Subscribe, rate, review, share it. Any interaction helps. The only way to support this show is on patreon.com slash Jacob V. Find us there for exclusive content and support the show directly. 
Uh, you can contact the show with questions and topics for future discussions at jacobvweekly at gmail.com. And you can call the show at 314-632-6602. You can find original music by Jacob V, No Antics, Blinded by Stereo, Ground Control, a lot of projects I've been involved with uh, on all of your streaming platforms. Monthly playlist on Spotify. We did it, guys. Be safe. Love you.